Hey there, welcome to The Safety Geek. Today, I have seven employee engagement ideas that you can put in place right away to increase your employee involvement in safety. Let's get to it. This is Safety Bri, your number one safety geek. Why do we have the behaviors that we do? Superheroes in the workplace, right? All of those things that go into making you an effective safety manager. I love what we do. Motivation, learning, teaching, training, teamwork. I geek out over that just as much as I do safety. Hello, 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 and welcome. Welcome to The Safety Geek. I am so glad that you are here. My name is Bri, and I am your number one safety geek. How are you guys doing? Be sure that you pop on into the comments or head on over to the show notes for this episode and give me a shout out. Tell me what you've been up to. How is your summer going? What is going on? I want to know. I will tell you here at The Safety Geek, things have just been crazy busy and I live in Florida so it's starting to get the heat is starting to get going Uh, we're looking forward to school starting soon so all of those good things so I'm sure you're probably in the same boat so kind of get it all right so what we're going to talk about today is employee engagement and I have seven ideas that you can put in place to improve your employee engagement but first let's talk about what engagement is so employee engagement is actually when your employees have pride and passion and that they love their work and that they are as committed to the goals of the company as everybody else is as the management team as the CEO is that is engagement that is an engaged workforce now as you see i never really said safety in that right because engagement has nothing to do with safety it has to do with the entire work environment so why are why am i giving you ideas or things that you can do to improve employee engagement like should you really be the one even working on it So the reason why employee engagement is so important to safety is that when you have an engaged workforce, it improves safety. When people are committed and and have pride in their work, then they're going to make sure that they're following the rules and that they're doing the best job that they can absolutely do. So if no one else in your facility is working on employee engagement, then stepping up and doing this will not only help your company, but it will help your safety program as well. And a lot of times other areas are just so busy with what they're doing. And I kind of see safety as this role of being this liaison between employees and management anyway. So it is a good fit that you work on engagement. Maybe safety and HR can go hand in hand on this, but I do have seven ideas that can apply just to your department in order to improve your employee engagement. Some of them apply to other departments as well because they're they're just kind of like all company-wide. All right, so let's get started. Number one, directly ask them to help you. So there are studies that show that when you help somebody else, it it increases happiness for that person who's giving the help. And it also increases the connection of that person who's giving the help to the person that they're helping. I know that sounds a bit confusing. But anyway, if you reverse the role, right, and you actually ask them to help you, you're going to be improving their happiness. And then that improvement of happiness has a mental connection to either the company or to safety. So just putting a sign up that says, hey, I'm looking for members for the safety committee is not good enough. But if you actually directly go to somebody and say, hey, I think you would be a great member for the safety committee, 
I would love to have you join. Will you help me with this? You're more likely to get people engaged. Um, it's a lot harder to say no to things face-to-face -face than it is just to a posting or to an email or to a message. But pick something, safety committee might be a little bit difficult to start with, but pick something easy that they can help with. Something that's only gonna take a few minutes of their time. So if you have a policy or procedure that needs review or you're updating a JHA or you have a question about a process, instead of going to the management team, you can go to the employees and you can ask them for help. Say, hey, I'm writing a JHA and I would love your help with it. Can you spare five minutes? And I think you're the ideal person to help me with this. You're, you are more likely to get somebody to say yes to that than just putting a posting up or sending out an email message saying, hey, I need some help with my JHAs. So that is number one, directly ask the person face-to-face -face for help. Number two, ask for feedback and be open to criticism. This is extremely important. So in order to really develop engagement, the employee must feel safe to criticize the company and to criticize the processes and see that their criticism actually is taken well and that improvements are coming from it. So it's not like them bashing the company. It's more of like, hey, you can do things better and here's the ideas that I'm giving you. So this is very similar to asking directly for help, but this time you're asking directly for feedback and criticism. Now, this is very hard for a lot of people to do, especially when you have a person in power like yourself asking somebody of lower power like an employee to for feedback more than likely the lower employee will say something like oh yeah everything's fine because they don't want to upset anybody they don't want to create any ripples or any any waves so you have to go to them you have to specifically ask for feedback but you also want to instead of just saying hey what do you think about this ask them questions that are going to draw out that feedback so you'll say what can I improve upon in this? So here I'm asking for your, let's, let's use JHAs as an example. I'm reviewing this JHA. Instead of saying, what do you think about this JHA? You could say, hey, I want to improve this JHA. What can I do to make it better? So that is actually fishing out criticism. And here's the thing. When they give you feedback, like they may pick out a point of this item or this thing that you're having them review that is very personal to you, that you, you're like, no, I really like this part of it and this is why I did it. You can't be defensive. You have to take it in. You have to ask them questions about it. So don't ever defend yourself. Don't ever. It's very tempting to say, well, I did it this way because of this. Instead, you can ask questions like, I was thinking about this. So I was doing it this way because I was thinking this would happen or that would happen. What do you think about that? Why do you think that that wouldn't work? So you're more having a conversation with them. But the most important thing about criticism is that you are wanting to get the criticism, but you just don't want to be defensive about it. Because the minute you get defensive and you start blocking off what they're saying, they're not going to be engaged anymore. They're not going to want to give you feedback because you're not listening to them anyway. And I'm sure we've all had this, this happen to us, right? Or maybe your boss comes to you and asks you for ideas and then you give it to them and they don't even listen. Or they go, hey, what's going on with this? I'll never forget, I had a, we had an issue that was clear as day what was causing the problem. But what was causing the problem was something my boss put in place. So we were all like, this is what's causing the problem. And she was so defensive about it and never changed it. She was like, nope, not changing it. That's not what's doing it. You need to look further into what's wrong with it. 
that just made us all just kind of shut down and be like, well, we don't know what's causing it then. There's just, nope, everything's fine. We don't know. So think about that. So you have to be very, very open to criticism and you have to be open to the fact that what you put out there might be wrong and it might not be working. And that's okay because it's all trial and error. All right, so that's number two. Number three, safety improvement suggestions with an ROI bonus. So this is what I love, is that we're always asking employees for suggestions, right? We put our suggestion box out there and we're always like, hey, you know, put in your safety suggestions and maybe we'll give you a little hat or a t-shirt. But what if they give a suggestion that actually saves the company like a ton of money? And instead of just giving them a hat or a t-shirt, you say, look, if you make a safety suggestion and it actually saves the company money, you get a 10% of that cut. You know, think about it. I know when I started at companies, a lot of times, like they would be in the millions for workers comp claims and I would get them down to under a hundred thousand. And I was always like, I need a kickback of that dude. You've been paying $3 million a year for 10 years. And now I got you down to a hundred thousand. You need to give me a kickback. Your employees think the same thing. So if they offer a safety suggestion and it actually saves the company money, give them a little kickback on it if you can. Five, 10%, it doesn't have to be a lot. Um, at the bare minimum, give them a hat or a shirt or something for the suggestion. Another idea is, and I saw this at um, a VPP site, where they pulled in all the safety suggestions for the month and then they spun a wheel and then, or they, they drew out a name and then whoever's name it was, they got to spin a wheel for a prize. So it was like a wheel of prizes. So you don't want to just ask for suggestions. You want to give them uh, some motivation in order to give them. And the thing is, is that every suggestion, you have to go back to that employee and tell them what you're doing about that suggestion. That kind of creates a feedback loop. So that way, if you they put something in the suggestion box and you never get back to them saying, hey, I got your suggestion, this is what we're doing about it, they're gonna stop suggesting, suggesting improvements because why should they? You're not listening anyway. All right, so the next, three, let me look at my thing. No, the next two are not really safety related. They're more company related, but they are a game changer in employee engagement. And the first one is a community service project. So your company, if you actually survey your employees and say, hey, we want to do a community service project, survey your employees and try to get some feedback as to what community service organization they should do the project for, and then you actually do it for that company, right? So let's say that one of your employees has a child with cancer and that they work actively with a cancer prevention organization. And then your company is doing a community service project and you choose that same organization that that employee is already attached to. You are going to build that engagement with not just that employee, but all the surrounding employees too. And they're going to have more pride in their company, more pride in their work. It really jumps up that engagement. And a good rule of thumb is that you change the community service project every quarter. So that way you're not just attaching it to one employee, you can attach it to anybody. Maybe somebody has a father with Parkinson's disease, or maybe somebody is um, really active with the wounded, wounded veterans or something like that. So make sure that you're changing it every quarter so that way you are really getting all employees engaged because 
if they don't, if you pick like a cancer organization and they don't have any cancer in their life or any experience with cancer, they don't feel as attached to it. But then the next quarter you pick maybe autism and, oh, well, my son has autism. And then that kind of, you know, connects it there too. So I think every business should be doing a community service project. And here's the thing about community service too. It's not just about donating to the organization. That's great and that's wonderful. But when the leaders of your company actually get their hands dirty and they're going and doing the work for the organization, maybe they are on the board of directors for the fundraising event. Maybe they're out there serving soup at the soup kitchen, whatever it happens to be, they need to get their hands dirty, your leaders do in order to build that engagement. Donating money to their favorite charity does nothing for employee engagement. It's the actually seeing you out there and doing the work that does it. That's a bit tougher for people. A lot of people, they're like, oh yeah, we'll do a charity project, here's some money. That's the easy way out. And a lot of these charities, they need your time as well as your money, but they need your time too because they just don't have enough people on staff. All right, so the next one is a fun one. That is team sports. Every company should have a team, should have several team sports. So that way you're touching what people like. This could be a softball team or a bowling league or a volleyball team or a running group, whatever it happens to be, you have to have some sort of team sports. Team sports generate good feelings between the employees that are participating. And on top of it, you can get their families involved. And if their families are attached to the company, you're going to increase employee engagement. So you say, hey, we're organizing an adult softball league. So you you get people to sign up, remember, ask them directly, go face to face, you get people to sign up. But not only that, every time there's a game, you hype it up so that way other employees come to the game to cheer on their coworkers. They bring their families, maybe everybody, maybe somebody organizes a cookout for every game and everybody brings like a potluck. When you get them to be doing things outside of work together, they are less likely to leave the organization because their friends work there now. They're friends with the people that they work with. Team sports are so important. And I know you may be cringing at this because a lot of people are like, oh, we can't do team sports because there's a liability issue. But that is not the case. When you do team sports, it you, the benefits outweigh the risks. So it is so important. You And you'll have some people that aren't interested in softball. That's why you might need to do a bowling league, right? Everybody can have some beer and some bowling. And I mean, that's super fun, right? But then you might also get people that are like runners or walkers. So that's what I'm saying. You kind of look at like, go to your parks and rec department and kind of look at what's available for adult teams to compete in. You want a little bit of competition in there because that really builds the camaraderie. All right. Number six is why I work safe bulletin boards. So these boards are, you could do these lots of different ways. You could just put up a title that says why I work safe. And then you have everybody bring in a picture of why they, why they work safe, why it's important that they go home at the end of every day. And generally you'll get pictures of a lot of kids and family. You might get some great animal pictures, or you might even get pictures of motorcycles or jet skis or RVs or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's whatever is important to that employee. So that is a nice reminder for them. And you wanna display them where everybody could see. So that might be by the time clock or it might be in the hallway to the break room or something like that. So this one location I went to, they actually made individual frames 
for every picture that says that said different titles like I work safe because this is why um, my health is important to me. So then every picture was framed and then it was put on this entire wall going to the cafeteria and it just looked like you know like when you have all those nice pictures in a in a house and they they kind of put them in all different ways that's that's how they did it and I thought that was amazing. You could just do thumbtacks on a bulletin board where they're just up there. That's fine too. But whatever it is, you want them to bring a little piece of home with them into work because it creates that attachment to work, which then would increase their pride in their work, pride in their company, attachment to the goals and drive up that employee engagement. All right. Number seven. Number seven is our last one. And this is what I like to call um, employee to employee coaching. I had this in my meat company, too. But OK, so. This is similar to like a see something, say something program, where if you see somebody working unsafe, you you speak up and you say something to somebody. But an employee to employee coaching is like it can be positive and it can be negative. So let me explain how I did this. I was at a meat company when I started this and I got the idea from the Air Force because they have a thing called the wingman program. And I had what what I called prime cuts and tender tips because those were two things, two products that we created. So prime cuts were when employees saw another employee doing something good, that they were following policies and procedures, they were working safely, they had their PPE on, they were doing everything right. They could give that employee a prime cut. If they saw somebody doing something wrong, um, I got caught like not wearing my hairnet one time, so they would give me a tender tip. And you're, they're not handing it to the employee, they're turning it into an, a suggestion box. Who actually wrote the, the tender tip or the prime cut is hidden. And then you just post them up for everybody to see. And I used to do this every week and I would have like 20 or 30 of them to post up in the break room. And it, people would gather around me to read all the prime cuts and tender tips. And then everyone who submitted one, they got their name in a hat and then they could win, you know, a prize, a t-shirt or, you know, a vending machine token or something like that to go along with it. So I was able to incentivize it. But this really increased employee engagement because it allowed employees to be helping other employees and reporting on other employees and it built a lot of camaraderie and you might be thinking people are just going to tear each other apart that is not the case i got 90 percent positive just like normal safety coaching is and about 10 percent or negative and they love to catch the managers and supervisors so going back to constructive criticism and not being defensive if a manager or supervisor was caught and was written up for something on a tender tip um, it just had to be an all fun like, yeah, you're right. I wasn't wearing my hairnet or I didn't have my bump cap on or I missed my eyeglasses that day, whatever it happened to be. Uh, I remember I had one supervisor that did not take well to it, <laughs> but most of the time everybody was like, good job. You know, they get bonus points if they caught a supervisor doing something wrong. So, alrighty. So those are my seven tips for you for employee engagement. Let's go over them one more time. It is directly asking people for help going face to face with them. Ask for feedback and be open to criticism. So you're actually asking them to criticize your work. Number three, safety improvement suggestions. And if you can pop in an ROI bonus, that would be amazing. Number four is a community service project chosen by the employees and getting your hands dirty while you're doing it. Number uh, five is team sports. So develop a, several different team sports leagues within your company. Number six is a why I work safe board. And number seven is employee to employee coaching.
Well, there you have it, my friends. That is what I have for you this week. I hope you have an amazing week. If you try one of these, just pick one of the seven and try it this week and head on over to the show notes for this episode and tell me how it went because I want to know and I want to know which one is your favorite. Alrighty, I will talk to you next week and you have a safe day. Bye-bye. Check out the show notes and links for this week's show at thesafetygeek.com. Hey, did you know that there is a Facebook group for safety geeks just like you? You can find it on the Safety Geek page at facebook.com forward slash the safety geek. And then just click the join group button. Be sure to join the group where we share safety manager stories and best tips and tricks within the community. Thanks for listening and have a safe day. I'll talk to you soon.